I was well into my twenties when I first heard the old phrase, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I didn't like the phrase then and I don't like it now. Someone invariably says it when you bemoan some deed left undone. I intended to take a casserole to my neighbor who's been sick. Or, I intended to write a note after her mother died. I intended to go to church more regularly. I intended to volunteer with a tornado cleanup crew. And that nagging voice says, The road to hell is paved with good intentions. I get it. We have to do more than just intend to do something. We have to actually do it. Well, I believe the road to loving well is paved with setting our intention. Hello, I'm Nancy Hornsby. I'm an elder in the North Alabama Conference of the United Methodist Church. I'd like to share with you a practice I have recently adopted. So simple and yet so profound, the practice of setting a daily intention. Setting an intention is different from making a list of things to do. Believe me, I am a list maker. Without a list to guide me through the day, to keep me on track, I could easily daydream all day or be pulled away by the siren calls of other more appealing activities than what makes up the one, two, three on my list. Setting an intention is not setting a goal for the day. Today, I intend to drink eight glasses of water. Well, that's a wonderful goal for your body's health and nutrition, but it is not the kind of intention we are focusing on today. Setting an intention is different from our to-do lists, our goals, objectives, and responsibilities we have for our jobs, families, and ourselves, like writing the sermon, checking and sending emails, dropping off the laundry, paying the bills, and so on. Setting our intention for the day happens before we make our list of things to do and before we begin to check them off one by one. Setting our intention has more to do with the quality of our being than our doing. It's not about what we do as much as it is how we do and why we do whatever our tasks may be for the day. Setting an intention comes out of our morning prayer, stillness, scripture reading, meditation, whatever your morning routine may include or your spiritual practice may be. A basic intention can be something like this. Today, I intend to do what I am doing for the love of God. With this intention, I am stating my desire for love to permeate all I do, to flow through me and with me throughout my day. My intention is to bring awareness of God's presence with me, regardless of what I am doing. Let's say you've had a devotional time, a few minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. Perhaps you have a practice of centering prayer or some other kind of meditation. You may begin to wonder, as I have, how can I continue this time with God throughout my day? How can I continue to love God, be aware of God's presence with me, even when I'm at work, clicking away on the computer, tending to the kids, driving carpool, giving a lecture, cooking dinner, in a meeting? One way is to be intentional. 
Today, I intend to do what I am doing for the love of God. This is not adding another bullet point to our already long to-do lists. We are setting an intention to do what we are doing for the love of God, whether writing a sermon or a legal brief, creating a work of art or painting the garage door, washing the chalice for communion or washing the dishes after dinner. We desire to bring attention to the how and why we are doing what we are doing. We desire to be aware of God's presence. Let's take the example I gave in the beginning. I intended to take a casserole to my neighbor who's been sick. Well, what if I did make a casserole from scratch and deliver it to her door? But my real motivation was so all my neighbors would think what a good Christian I am. I really don't even like my neighbor. Even a good deed can be done for the wrong reason. Or I'm unloading the dishwasher. Am I doing so mindful of God's presence with me, even in my daily tasks? Or am I harboring resentment towards my family members who always seem to ignore this chore? Am I writing my sermon for the love of God to offer a word of grace to my listeners? Or am I seeking approval and praise? Am I, you can fill in the blank for whatever it is you might be doing today. Setting an intention is about the why and the how. It helps reveal to us our hidden motivations. Setting an intention to do what we are doing for the love of God is about becoming pure in heart, slowly, ever so slowly, becoming pure in heart. We are cultivating that spirit of Mary in the gospel story of Mary and Martha. Jesus said to Martha, who was busy and distracted, Few things are needed, indeed, only one. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken away from her. As Mary Margaret Funk commented on this passage, The one thing necessary is always to be found in the present moment. So bringing our awareness, our attention, even to our less-than-pure motivations is not a failure. You are not laying one more brick on the pathway to hell. It actually is an opportunity to fall once again into the arms of a loving and gracious God. If you are anything like me, Only minutes after setting an intention, I've completely forgotten it, as I've gotten swallowed up in my to-do list. So whether it is unconscious motivations or just plain forgetfulness, setting an intention to do what we do for the love of God takes practice, commitment, and patience, and, of course, grace how to get started. You may wish to work through the small book, Attention, Intention, published by Contemplative Outreach. This small volume that walks you through a 40-day practice is part of the Contemplative Life Program 
and can be purchased on the Contemplative Outreach website. Another way to begin this practice of setting an intention is to start with something very specific. Today, I intend to breathe deeply. Today, I intend to listen deeply. Today, I intend to be grateful for all that comes my way. Whatever your intention, you may want to practice it for several days or a week, and then each evening reflect and ask, how did I do with my intention? Did I remember? What did I notice? What were my motivations? I began this practice during the spring of 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. It was a welcome and needed practice during this anxious time. I was led to be more aware of God's presence. Here are a few of my early intentions that I recorded in my journal. Today, I intend to do my tasks of meal planning and grocery shopping, aware of God's love. Today, I intend to listen moment by moment. Today, I intend to be open to the glimpses of grace. Today, I intend to work attentively. Today, I intend to breathe in your love. Eventually, I came to use a daily intention that I learned from Father Keating with Contemplative Outreach. Today, I intend to do what I do for the love of God, letting go of all need for control, approval, and security. As I seek to let go of control, approval, and security, those underlying unconscious motivations, I am seeking to do what I do with a pure heart. Now, I'm a long way off. I fail, I forget, and I fall into God's arms. Fail, forget, fall into grace. Essentially, we are being intentional about bringing our attention to God's presence with us. God's presence is always there. In our times of prayer and devotion, we may feel God's presence, but God is with us even as we are making our way down today's list of things to do. Join me on this road of loving well paved with setting our intention to do what we do for the love of God. Pray with me a prayer from Attention Intention. May you realize that nothing is impossible for God. May your intention be real. May you remember that you can choose prayerful attentiveness moment by moment by moment, over and over again throughout the day. May you come to the fullness of grace filled with the light of truth. May you develop a deeper daily relationship with God in the midst of ordinary activities. And, as Mary, may you come to embody the better part, and may it not be taken from you. Amen. Yeah.